Hey, everybody. That, by the way, Nick on the Weekender, I got to tell you, it is my newest beverage obsession. As a neurodivergent person, I get obsessed with snacks and beverages. That is not a beer. That is a LaCroix La Cola. It's a LaCroix that tastes like cola. Really? Is there like caffeine in it? There's no caffeine in it. I must get some now. It's delicious. I, I don't want to do a sponsored read for LaCroix, but like I'm taking these things down like I've got stock in the company. Like I, I can't stop. That's why I, I'm pulling back the curtain. It is fan are you are you is your interest peaked now? Oh, I'm I'm actually wondering if I can sneak out and go get some can you vamp for a few minutes? <laughs> I listen, I'll take a couple of these things down. I'm more than happy to do it. Hey everybody, it's the weekender edition of the Greg Podcast. I'm Jared H. Sexton. I'm with Nick Houseman. Both both big boys who love seltzer and cola and uh we're we're bonding over that. My God, we got a lot to talk about. Uh Ron DeSantis is taking it just to a whole nother level. Fox is rolling out um what they're calling their boldest lineup yet, which uh, I think is going to have implications for Republican politics for a while. Also, surprise, surprise, Americans are more depressed than ever, and we have to get into why. If you want to hear all of those topics and more, all you got to do is go over to patreon.com slash podcast. It's what keeps this show editorially independent and ad-free as soon as we figure out how to turn off automatic ads. We're so pissed off about that stuff. Anyway, everybody, we have to start, Nick, the world has changed. It's been moved off to, off its axes. Axis? Axes? What's correct? Axis? Axis? Axis. It's been moved right off of its damn axis. The Durham report has dropped. That's right. Special counsel John Durham has released his report on the investigation into Donald Trump and Russian collusion. Guess what, Nick? He didn't find any collusion. We were all just absolutely paranoid out of our minds. I think we owe everybody a big, giant, sloppy apology. Right. No collusion. No. What was the other one? The two things they said. No collusion. No conspiracy. Whatever it was. Um yeah, I mean, you know, it's not like Mueller had a whole bunch of indictments and was able to prove a lot of things, uh, you know, legally uh, that went wrong. Um, but yeah, it's it's actually, um, this is worse than Watergate, what Durham <laughs> found. And um, they demand uh, reparations. They demand people, you know, need to go to prison. But here's the thing. It's such a performance at this point that the, the people that we won't name, uh, they're going to, they're not going to remember this in another few weeks. You know, they already did an inspector general report, which is basically the same thing that Durham did as a rehash. This is almost like, I'm sure you know, like when you had students who would, how, how would they do this? They would somehow find someone else's paper from the semester before, right? And then they kind of just change a word or two. Isn't that sort of what, what the students do wow. these days? Well, no, they were, well, now, actually, I'm glad you brought that up. Now they're using chat GPT. Mm -hmm. In the past, what they did is that they bought papers online. Is they, they, they paid for pre-written papers or they got them from like their sorority and fraternity brothers. This uh, thing, uh, listen, this thing apparently is bigger than Watergate. Millie Vanilli just rolled up in one. Who shot JR added on top is a frosting. I mean, it is, it's absolutely insane. Um, I got to tell you, it's it's incredible to me, first of all, that John Durham, like, got paid to do this. Do you know what I mean? Like, that, like this got put together. It's also just like, it, it's gone over like a fart on Sunday service. It's just done nothing. Like, I'm sure Jim Jordan is going to be hosting people in and taking off his coat and just going to town. Um, what a dumb, dumb thing. And to really get back to the meat of this thing. The fact that 
one of the worst things that has happened in a very, very long time. A presidential candidate worked hand in hand with Russia and an authoritarian and Vladimir Putin and an entire operation. And the fact that, I don't know, the liberal news media, uh, a lot of politicians and a lot of other people sort of turned up their nose at the whole thing. Uh, the word collusion, I, I hope I never hear the word collusion again. I like that term has just absolutely done so much work in hiding what actually happened in the 2016 2016 campaign and what has happened afterwards that the entire plot has been lost. I I don't know how you feel about it. This thing is lame, lame, lame and on top of that all it does is add to a bigger cocktail of bullshit that has obscured what has actually happened and what is actually happening in the political world. No collusion, no obstruction. I forgot that was the other one, obstruction. Because remember, there's nine counts of that laid out that they never dealt with. But here's what's frustrating, because it might sound familiar as far as an MO goes. If you wanted to figure out, like, and then, you know, by the way, I'm, well, I guess I'll break it now, but I'm watching um, The Plumbers, right? And, and it's just talking all about the rat fucking that they did with Nixon. Uh, and it goes back to there, but uh, this allows them to bring up the, um, the Steele dossier again. And... You have to remember, because it's hard to remember, a lot of facts have gone on, a lot of time has gone by, but what they're trying to now argue was that the whole thing was predicated on the Steele dossier when they don't, what they're, when they're obscuring purposefully, is that that dossier comes much later in the process. They had already started the investigation. So they're allowed to say that, and this is what Durham's kind of focuses on, they never, the, the beginning of the investigation was rushed and hurried and not organized and not done properly, and then because of the Steele dossier. And that's completely false. And when he says that nothing was ever corroborated in the, in the Steele dossier, that also ruins some credibility right there because there are certain things that did come true and were predicted properly. Um, you know, from what Manafort was doing, the deal they were trying to seek in Moscow. I mean, it's all, you can go and verify that pretty easily. So, but it doesn't matter. They can obscure this. I got people yelling at me on Twitter about it saying, you know, nothing in the Steele dossier was right. But here's the thing that really becomes frustrating and nefarious. Are you ready? The connection they're now making is that Hillary Clinton was behind all of this. Yep. And that is the sweet song and the juicy fruit. Uh, oh, that is, you know, but but that, that bothers me more than anything else. Maybe you can help me understand why, because I'm not even sure why that bothered me so much. For the Republican Party, first of all, hearing that Hillary Clinton is somehow another involved in chicanery, it's like hearing the sweet, sweet song that you heard, you know, the night of senior prom. It just like stirs something up in you. Exactly. It's just it's like playing the old hits. It makes you feel comfortable. It takes you back to a time of, of, of safety and warmth and, and hope. Um, in all of this, I got to tell you, like. I, I want to set the record straight on, on what actually happened in all of this. The whole point of collusion was, and, and it, it always like comes around that term. Everyone always says, well, was did Donald Trump work hand in hand with Vladimir Putin in order to steal the 2016 election? That's not how anything works. They weren't getting on the phone with one another. They weren't like going over their steps. Paul Manafort, who, by the way, worked on behalf of Russian influences in Ukraine and who was basically dug up as a completely irrelevant dinosaur in American politics, came over here and did what he did in order to pay back 
uh, you know, these these Russian oligarchs and forces. He absolutely worked with Russian uh, operatives in trying to give them information on the campaign. On top of that, the Trump campaign continually tried to work with the Russians, including Donald Trump Jr. And by the way, I'm Mr. I tweeted it out. You know, like that, that, that's, that's what happened there. They have completely parallel interests. Just because there was no actual piss tape that was being held over Donald Trump's head doesn't mean that everything else is false. It doesn't mean that Donald Trump traffics in the same circles as these crime syndicates and as these authoritarians. The reason why this has gotten where it's at is because the, uh, the online left, wants to pretend like none of this is real because they want to say that it's a scapegoat to say that Hillary Clinton didn't actually lose 2016 for a variety of reasons. She did. There are a variety of reasons why Donald Trump won in 2016. By the way, Russian influence is among the reasons why it happened. But meanwhile, they have to sneer at it. They have to seem cooler than the other kids that that want to talk about this stuff. They don't want to talk about what is actually happening. And so all of this has been obscured and history has been warped and it has completely pulled the shade on the fact that there is an international authoritarian movement that has been involved in basically every election in Western democracy for years now. Like, that's what's happened. It's not the collusion that some people are trying to, like, take in their minds. And this report, it just, it's, again, it's more bullshit on top of other bullshit that's just going to obscure the bullshit that has taken place. Right. And and here's the thing. The context is they should have been investigated. They had a yes. meeting with a Russian spy to get uh, dirt on their opponent, which is illegal. Um that alone is worth the investigation uh, amongst all the other things about Paul Manafort that just suddenly he appears, doesn't want to get paid, uh, is, is sharing uh, poll data with uh, Kalimnik. So that's, that's what's so uh, enraging in a way because um, you, you have to be able to acknowledge that whatever, okay, the predicate was to do the investigation, which, by the way, had already been exonerated. They had already said through a bipartisan panel that that, that was a perfectly acceptable way to do the, uh, to start an investigation. And there's some issues, and they're going to change some FISA rules, or they already did, and implement those things uh, to make sure that, you know, Carter Page doesn't get spied on again like he did. By the way, though- if I ever hear the name Carter Page again for the rest of my life, I'll, 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 I'll be unhappy. I can go the rest of my life without ever hearing Carter Page's any of these people. Strzok, you name it. I'm so sick of all of these names and all this shit. Aren't you? Oh, uh, absolutely. I mean, th- this guy is a fascinating footnote, which no one will remember. But he'll be like, as a, I'll be like an old man, and I'll be regaling, you know, these younger <laughs> kids with like, this guy went on MSNBC in the middle of the investigation and was like the dumbest person you've ever heard in your life. And we're going to be laying on our deathbeds. We're going to go down. It's going to be like Adams and Jefferson. We're going to die in different parts of the country on the same day within moments of each other. And as the DMT hits, we're just going to go, Carter Page, Carter Page. George Santos. <laughs> I'm so tired of it. It's so stupid. And it's yeah. such a, it's such a farce. Like, what a dangerous thing that we're going through. And the fact that it's just been obscured by all this shit, it drives me insane. 
Right. And this is Barr's MO. This is what Barr would always do to yeah. obscure and, and, and sort of misrepresent what's, what, what the truth is so that there's no longer any truth. And he'd already, he's acknowledged that. He said that, you know, the victor, victors get to write history. And that's all he was trying to do with this. And get, get some nice wine and have some cheese over in Italy with his buddy Bar, uh, Durham. Like, you know, that's the thing that they should never have been paid for, uh, yeah. for all things. But, and the, but, but to put a bow on this, though, the, the, the accusation that somehow Hillary Clinton would have sat down with her advisors and said, okay, um, we're going to we're going to pay this company that had already been hired by the Republicans to dig up dirt on Trump um, to then dig up more dirt. But we're actually going to lie about all that dirt and just have it just write whatever we want. That's really bad about Trump. And then we're not going to release it to anybody. And then somehow that's what we do. And that's the nefarious part of it. Like Steele couldn't get anyone to listen to him. He was the one who ended up going and like releasing this stuff breathlessly. And finally, uh, Isikoff was a guy who published it, but nobody in the Hillary Clinton camp ever touched the Apple research or released or talked about it. That was, it was so ridiculous. And yet their, their whole mindset is that she masterminded the whole thing to somehow get an investigation on him. <laughs> it's just preposterous. And I believe in the JFK conspiracy, and I think it's preposterous. You've been listening to the free part of this episode. If you'd like to hear the rest of this great conversation, head over to patreon.com slash muckrakepodcast and subscribe for lots more additional content, including a Discord server and live shows. We'd really appreciate it if you could give it a try. We know you'll love it and come back for more.